The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. The story is about a man named Joseph Yosef Kabiliv. Yosef Kabiliv served as a soldier in the Israeli army. One day in the early 1970s, he's patrolling the Golan Heights. The Golan Heights, Ramat HaGolan, Israel took back from Syria in 1967 during the Six-Day War. Israel liberated Yerushalayim, many other territories, including the Golan Heights in the north of Eretz Yisrael, which was under Syrian control. Until today, there are many beautiful Jewish cities, settlements, yeshuvim, and cities in the Golan. I've been there many times. And this soldier, Yosef Kabiliv, was patrolling. And unfortunately, he went on, his jeep went on to a uh, mine. It exploded. He was hospitalized. This was around the time of the Yom Kippur War. This Joseph, this Yosef, was wounded badly, taken to the hospital. And when he woke up one morning in his hospital bed, it was the Rambam Hospital in the city of Haifa. He remembered nothing of the circumstances that brought him into the hospital. All he felt was excruciating pain in his legs. But the discovery that followed was far more horrendous, horrendous than the pain. He lifted up his sheet and he realized that both of his legs had been amputated. The right leg at the knee and the left one at the mid-thigh. What happened? He was serving in the army, went onto the mine. His legs were so crushed as a result of the explosion, the doctors tragically had no alternative. And in order to save his life, had to amputate the legs. The period that followed was terribly devastating. He made it home, but he could not move. He could not function as an ordinary person. His parents were broken. His mother would cry all day. His father was just silent. The friends that came to visit him didn't know what to tell him. So they came, they sat, they looked in all directions. You know, when you're uncomfortable with somebody, they looked in all directions, but they couldn't look him in the eyes. And at the first opportunity they had, they stood up and they said goodbye and they left. He felt a lot of anger, not just because of his situation, but anger towards the country, that the country that he sacrificed his life for could not help him during this time when he needed so much help. His own family, his own friends, his own country could not do anything for him emotionally. His life became a bitter, cynical, and negative experience. A few years later, it was the summer of Tovshin Lamed Vav, 1976. A group of wounded soldiers of Tzahal came for a visit here to America. The army sponsored a fun tour for them. And one of them, one of the people organizing the tour suggested that as they come to New York, one of the places they should come visit is right here, this shul. And in the summer, the month of Av, Dafshan Lamedvav, around 150 wounded soldiers in wheelchairs came down here, downstairs in 770. They closed up the shul. 
and the wheelchairs lined up the whole that side of the shul, and the Rebbe came down to greet them and to speak to them. The Rebbe sat up there on the stage. The wheelchairs were set up. He spoke to them, and one of the things the Rebbe said then was that by a Jew, the goof, the body is very, very important. But the goof is always an extension of the neshama. The most important thing you have to know is that you have a soul. And the body is here to help and serve the neshama, the soul. So the body is here for the soul. The soul is not here for the body. And therefore, even when the body has limitations, and their bodies, of course, were badly wounded, you have to know that the soul is as powerful as ever, and therefore the limitations of the body cannot stop you from fulfilling what you are capable of fulfilling in this world. And to the contrary, because you're missing some possibilities in your body, it means that Hashem has given you a lot extra in your neshama to compensate for the challenges you have in your body. And therefore, he says, as a good Jew, we mix into other people's business. I'm sure some of your friends tell you sometimes, don't mix into my business. So the Rebbe said, I'm a good Jew, I'm going to mix into your business. The name that Israel gives these soldiers is, you know the name in Hebrew? Nachei Tzahal. Nachei means the invalids. People that have physical limitations. They can't walk, they're missing limbs, they're wounded, they're in wheelchairs. They're called Nechei Tzahal. The invalids of Tzahal Tzva Haganali Israel. He said, I suggest changing the name. You're not invalids of Tzahal. The name has to be Mitsuyanei Tzahal. Mitsuyanei Tzahal means the exceptional of Tzahal. It's not just to make you feel good, you know, we're going to be nice, you're great. But it's true. Because as we said, if you're missing something in the body, it means that you were given special powers in your soul, in your ruchnius, in your spiritual essence, far greater than any other ordinary person who is fully healthy in their body. And therefore, it's a very real name, Mitsuyane Tzahal. He spoke more, and then he said, I want to ask you permission to go over to each of you and give you a dollar to give for tzedakah. And when the Rebbe finished the Sikha, usually people came up to the Rebbe to receive a dollar. Here, he came down the steps, and in a very special moment, he walked over to every single wheelchair. And he looked every soldier in the eyes, and he gave him a dollar, Gifat Tzedakah, and he said something to every single one. Initially, people thought he said the same thing to everybody. But later we found out that he said something different to everyone. One of the soldiers sitting there was whom? Our friend Yosef. Yosef was obviously wheelchair-bound, bitter, angry, upset, cynical, already a long time as I described above. And then the Rebbe came over to him. And the Rebbe shook hands with every one of the soldiers. And the Rebbe took the hands of Yosef and he placed them in his own holy palms, and he held it tightly and warmly. He looked them in the eyes and said two words. What were the two words? The two words were, thank you. Thank you. Or as we say in Hebrew, toda, toda raba, thank you very much. This was a thank you for what he did for the Jewish people. 
It was a thank you for the sacrifice he made for Eretz Yisrael and for Am Yisrael. And Yosef said, that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for somebody to look me in the eyes and just say thank you. Thank you for what you have given. Thank you for your sacrifice. He shared the story a few years ago. He said that thank you took me back home to Israel and gave me a new lease on life. He's now a very successful real estate developer. And every morning when I wake up, he said, and I take a look at my body and sometimes I feel that my life is over, my life is lost. I'm incapable of doing what a regular person should be able to do. I remember the gaze and I remember the thank you. And that gives me a new vitality, a new chayis, a new inspiration to move on. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.